Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, floggers, just before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know we're digging into the archives. Uh, Hamo, old Double Dinner himself, is in Bali. He's got Bali Belly on his way uh, to the Monkey Forest, so he's laid up in bed. Uh, if you want to send him the requisite, uh, you know, get well soon, or let's be honest, uh, abuse through the DMs, hit up at Flog Cabin on Instagram. That's where to find and punish the man for his weak stomach. Uh, But no, so we've gone in. Some of the chat is a little bit dated. We're talking World Cup. Uh, We're talking Volkanovski. So if you're confused, that's why it was recorded uh, before I went off to Edinburgh in August. Other than that, if you want to catch me live, uh, I'm on tour this weekend, Friday in Wollongong, November 3rd. Uh, there are plenty of tickets available there. So for the love of God, if you know any flogging gong locals, send them through. Uh, and then I'm also in Adelaide on Saturday. That one almost sold out. Uh, so if you want to catch me, Daniel Muggleton, on my national tour, that's where to find me. Uh, it's a hot app though. I think you guys are going to like it. Anyway, let's jump into the goddamn cabin for another week. We appreciate your support, floggers. Keep it up. Welcome to the Flog Cabin, there's blokes with jokes, anything could happen except for mutual masturbation, that's not the kind of flog we mean. Uh, Alright, we got 82 of the greatest minutes of all time, lads. Here we go, let's make them count. Try, try not to fuck it up like last time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of a good team morale at <laughs> the start of the podcast. Look, there's nothing funnier to me than just... Uh, like unnecessary abuse. Like that's like my favorite thing in the world. Like I, I think I've told you this story like in the car. Like one of the greatest memories of my life is my friend James in the group chat for no reason doing this. My friend Josh is like having a going away dinner for me. I'm flying back to Melbourne. We're going to the house of crabs if you'd like to come. This is the <coughs> middle of the day. And then James replies with, really Josh, eating crabs in their own house? 
That's low, even for a dog cunt like you. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Like an RKO. It's so good. That's so funny. When you said House of Crabs, I'm like, I know where this is going. And then it took a big right turn. And you know that we just would have murdered in the group chat. Dude, absolutely killer. That, that was in, I swear to God, like 2011. And I still just have it there, ready to go. Like Mary's like, remember this date we went on? And I'm like, nah. But like that is just front and center. So good. I was talk- talking to a guy at work who had a similar thing of just like someone said something once that was so funny it now lives in his brain forever yes where he had a mate who was very quick off the mark and there was this uh he was winding up like this big fat bully at school and yeah. uh, the bully said to him you know one day i'm gonna come to school with a knife and the guy goes and a fork Zing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good it's such standard uh blokey like behavior though if, if any guy shows a moment of vulnerability like in a group chat, like oh let's get together and do something really nice mm. then they'll immediately get attacked by their friends of course <laughs> and then you go there and you're like hey man thanks for organizing this <laughs> you yeah, can see we're gonna really really miss you really you know? appreciate it you know like we, we should get together like this more <laughs> you dog yeah <laughs> you fucking loser <laughs> you want to hug you want to hug hug me hold me longer <laughs> No, I, yeah, like I think those just kind of in life, like great calls, like they do live. I hate, sorry, can we just, the phrase live rent free in my head? Yeah, how do you feel about that? Ugh. I hate it. <laughs> hate yeah. it, right? Yeah. Do you just grind you as well? Yeah. Because it's just become the phrase. Yeah. Did, did you always hate it or have you come to hate it? I Look, I don't think at any point I've liked, it's, it's just bizarre. It's like, you know what the phrase used to be? I'll remember that forever. And then somehow we fucking turned it into a capitalistic version where it's like there's a landlord of your brain and you're currently renting out memories and this one you're not charging rent on. Exactly right. It just shows you how much uh, Australian rent prices are just through the roof. That's the way we're we're referring to it. This housing crisis goes all the way to the top. Ironically, the housing crisis is living rent free. (laughs) Nice. Well done. Caps it off. No, sorry. There's... This was this was a great call. This was I I want to I want to name him at school. Nick Decilis, Year Eight Geography. Yeah, uh, we're learning about the Marianas Trench. Are you guys aware of the Marianas Trench? Yes, I, I not. I know the name. I can't tell you much more about Andrew, it. Andrew, would you like to steal this from Tom? Or is it like, like the deepest point it of the ocean? It is the deepest point of the ocean. One it's point enough. to Andrew. We're bringing points in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> arbitrary point systems is like one of my favorites. So you <laughs> get the bickies here and it's like, Daniel, this is Christmas lunch. And I'm, like, oh, well. um, but and so. I'm undefeated. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking loser talk from you, mum. Um, but no, so... Learning about the Marianas Trench, mm-hmm. Decilis chatting in the back about, you know, just talking over the teacher. Teacher knows he's not paying attention. And he's like, Nick. And he's like, what, sir? And he's like, what's the deepest part of the ocean? And he's like, the bottom. Bang. <laughs> End of discussion. <laughs> Crowd erupts. Teacher loses. It just has to keep going. You know, that's when you've won against the teacher, when they just keep going mm. with the lesson. There's no retribution at all. I remember uh, a guy having an absolute zigger, which said, backfired so badly we were waiting in the line for the bus and a, du- a dude was saying oh yes my mum comes home today and someone else in the line goes where from the brothel <laughs> and, and, killed. and then he goes no from hospital she's dying of cancer oh <laughs> <laughs> and, and to some of us, that made it funnier. <laughs> I'm not going to say who, apart from myself. I found it much funnier. I'm like, God damn, this got heavy fast. Yeah, wow. Heavy like that guy's mum used to be before the cancer caused her to lose weight rapidly. 
<laughs> Are we on this? Uh, <laughs> Are we all taking this train together? Um, yeah, that's great. The flip, yeah. like the hey, my mum's dead. Everyone, everyone used to play that, right? Like my mate James was the killer because he could just do it with the eyes, like yeah. you know. And then people start apologizing. I'm just kidding. She's alive. It's all, it's all fine. She's still alive. It's it's the curse things affect. It's a great trick to have up the sleeve, isn't it? Yeah, you got to have. When you this. got nothing else. When you got nothing else. When you got no comeback, you need the tropes. You need the classics to get you out. Sorry, I've got to. I've got to jump. I've got to jump here because this happened previous, like just before we started recording. I, I was I was sharing late in the day. I, that's my that's my privilege as a full time comedian. First shower of the day. For, first shower of the day. Five forty five p.m. Oof. Really, you don't like to start the day with a shower? No, I do like to. I've just been very busy. Oh yeah. I'll right. sacrifice the shower and the toothbrush. That's what I'm sacrificing. All Oof. right. Yeah. Getting the wank in though in the morning, but <laughs> toothbrush shower, no way. I'd sacrifice the toothbrush for the shower. In the morning shower, I'd feel like just to wake me up so then I could go do shit. You were just raw, out of bed, raw dog in the lo- raw dog <laughs> in life. The world, no condom. I'm, I'm fucking the world, baby. I'm buying tiles. I'm just carrying them home. All right. I'm making it happen. <laughs> I like that. That implies that you think your shower cooks you, like in some kind of very like slow boil. It's like you wake out of bed, you're uncooked, you're not ready then the shower fucking crisps well, you up yeah you have, i have hot showers my dad keeps telling me oh you should start the day with a cold shower andrew and it will invigorate you it's what oh. sean connery used to do and i'm like well he's dead do you do, <laughs> do you do it dad no he's like no don't oh, really it. yeah he doesn't do it he's not even following his own not practicing at all. what he preaches no nah. is sean connery dead yeah, yes, I don't know. But that. Very dead. Uh, uh, this is terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> Real heartbreaking podcast for Tom. Tom's going to have to take a minute. Wait till we mention Warney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think, you know, when like all the celebrities died, it was like Bowie and like all that. I'm yeah. telling that to my friend. Remember that time they all died? And he's like, well, Prince is alive. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I'm so news. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. You're raw dog in life. You're out there in the life. world. You haven't showered. I'm having What's a shower. Late, night, late, late shower. And then uh, my, wife, my wife does this thing. I don't know. If uh, she she breaks into the bathroom when she wants to ask me something, like I'll lock the door. I don't know if that's too much in a marriage, but I'll lock the door of the bathroom when I have a shower. That susses uh, shit. That that's is sus. Oh yeah, we don't like this. What are you? What are you? What? What do I you was, need to lock it? I for? was I was on the toilet first, <laughs> like the kind of toilet that requires a locked door, not like the marriage. You know, I would say this: your uh, bathroom door defaults to close, right? Like if it's if even if it's not in use, the door is closed. That door. Oh no, that's when company. Because when company, they're in that. You guys are in the area, and the bathrooms like kind of within view of the kitchen and everything. Mm. And like, this seems unhygienic. But surely, then the doors closed, she'll just know to not come. Do you really need to bring locks into it? I'm, I'm with Tom. This makes you sound weird. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you? What? Well, <laughs> because guys, I, I didn't, you, I didn't want to. I didn't want to mention this this early on, but my mum just came back from the hospital. <laughs> 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 the irony is she did, but she's fine. <laughs> Everything's okay. Um, she came to the bathroom uh, without knocking. Like, yeah. like, usually the door closed. That's enough to be like, hey, I'm in here. Maybe just give me some personal space. Or if they walk in, it's like they're going to just see you hanging a shit. And you'll be like, do you mind? Right? But I don't want... I don't want her to ever have that. Okay. That image, you know, uh-huh. like that's why I will lock. If I if it started that, I'll probably unlock. But I was that, so and she's, I was straight she's, to the shower, so I kept it locked. She's never seen you on the toilet taking a shit. Not that I'm aware of. Really? Yeah. Mm. But she picked the lock. You say. 
Yeah, she she came. How, in. how does she pick the lock? Oh, she gets a knife. <laughs> Turns it like a key. They're not great. These are indoor locks. Like they're not great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yep. Doesn't have to do the credit card trick with the cutting and the fucking how, yeah. How long has the lock picking been going on? Since, since we've moved in here, she, <laughs> she, she she assesses the locks of our various abodes, okay. and if she can pick them, she'll come in. But she knows to lock pick only when she hears the sound of the shower. Right? She wouldn't do it if you were just like dropping a deuce. I think I think she'll attempt to talk to me through the door, yes. then pick the lock. Or, right. you know, if the shower's on, come in with a straight pick. You know, if you never locked the door, she would never have had to learn to pick it. We all could have <laughs> no, no, just taken the- one step backwards, door closed <laughs> to door open situation as opposed to door locked to pick lock situation. Look, man, if your fiance can't pick a lock, that's fine. Like, he doesn't, she doesn't need this girl. And Mary didn't learn it in the relationship. She she came with it. She came preloaded yeah, with was, lock picking abilities. Yeah, like if she was like a Barbie, that was in the case. You know, like this, this is in there. Can pick locks, burglar Barbie, like, you know, whatever. Ocean's one, I don't fucking know. But yeah, like, but yeah, Burglar Barbie comes with wanking Ken. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason you have to lock that door. No, I mean, I, I, look, I... I did think of that, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you yeah, didn't other, think of that? No, I was saying I did think of that. Oh, you that, did that, think was only, that was the only other option, right? For having a, having a, you're having a wank, that's well, why you're locking the door? <clears throat> yeah. What are you talking about? If she walks in on the wank, it could be, you know, fire starter. So you would rather your wife walk in on you wanking than walk in on you shitting? Absolutely. Oh, no. No. You guys are out of your mind if you <laughs> no. think that's weird. I wish this podcast was live so we could put it to the listeners. No, I might call record in four now. more episodes. I, I have to agree because some girls can be quite funny about catch you wanking because they're thinking, well, why do you need to wank? Am I not enough? There's so many things that can go why on. Why do you with need that. to wank? Because I'm busy. Like, you, know, you know, I don't know. And then the wh- correct answer is because you're busy. And then like, oh, she's busy. Yeah, that's right. There's questions. Oh, I was saying I was busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I went the other way around. Mm. I apologize. Then, there's, then that. there's questions about like. Like, what are you watching? Why are you wanking? Like, then that go down that hole. There's, there's so many. There's a Pandora's box here that you don't have to go down if it's that just wasn't, you taking That wasn't a shit. my concern, to be totally clear. My concern is... <laughs> <laughs> Pandora's box dot XXX. Everyone's favourite pornographic website. Uh, uh, what were your concerns there? Oh, just that wanking is a thing. Is it a relationship purely between me and myself and no one else needs to be part of that relationship? Oh, okay. Where right. shitting. I, 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 <laughs> I dive too deeply into the psychology of the catching, getting caught. Well, I've had these conversations before. You've been caught wanking? Well, by exes who then like... Have, Broke up with you on the spot. Well, then no. like some of them have been like funnier. Than, not Mom, everyone... what are you doing back from the hospital? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you said you're in triage. I thought I had time. <laughs> <laughs> some chicks, some chicks can be can be weird about it. Yeah, I mean, but like, okay, let's let's just take a pause on that. Yeah, <laughs> because you know, I'm I'm married. We've had these conversations. She know, like you know, even for the the kind of fertility stuff I'm doing. Like the other night, I had to be like, Mary, the doctors have prescribed me a wank on Sunday. Would you like to be a part of this? And she's like, No. And I'm like, Excellent. I'll be back in seven minutes. You know, like that. That's that's the level we're at. But like. How many people, like, have people walked in on you shitting in relationships? Have you shared um, with someone in the room? Um, in a relationship? I don't know about shitting with them in the room. Yes. But Tom's yes. But, like, not, it's more like, uh, I, yeah, no, like, wings fine. Shitting is like, a, oh, I'm doing this. Oh, okay, never, I'm, I'm out now. Mm. You know what I mean? As in, like, they'll come in, you're like, hey, I'm taking a shit here. <laughs> and then they'll yeah. spin on the hail out the door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah, and, no. and, vi- and vice versa. That kind of just feels a bit like a cat. 
Like, you know, like you see, like the cat walks in and like kind of comes out of the room. Like, eh. like I, I don't know. I don't think it's weird. I don't think, I don't think, I think watching someone shit is weird. I think that's like, cause you don't want to see it. Like no one's look, True. living their best life. I mean, it's great. It's a great feeling for you, but uh, I assume visually it's not, not lovely. I don't know if I've ever watched anyone shit live. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I think watching is Patreon, the wrong verb. Patreon app. <laughs> live? <laughs> I've watched replays. <laughs> I like to watch it the morning after so I can skip the ads. <laughs> Just like the mini match highlights. Just like, this is actually a 12 minute, but we've condensed it to about three. There's the first plot, ladies and gentlemen. Good depth. Here's the vein on the head. <laughs> Bruce McAvoy, tennis committee. He's like, centimeter perfect into the bowl there. He lowered the eyes, found the toilet roll. Lovely stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm very comfortably the majority here. Like being like, I would prefer to be caught wanking than shitting. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Really? You did oppose? Because I, I think like if you're caught shitting, it's like, hey, I'm doing this thing. And you're like, oh, and you don't really see any. You just see a guy sitting naked, really. You're not seeing anything too graphic. Whereas I, I, I do think wanking is graphic. You're not seeing anything too graphic? Shitting? What? How do you do? Are you doing it from a distance? I squat on the seat. <laughs> like the diagram. I dangle. Yeah. <laughs> it also comes with less questions, the shitting than the wanking, I think. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just just imagining the same wanking questions about someone shitting. Why are you shitting? Are you thinking of me? Why do you need to think of other people while you're shitting? Am I not you enough? Just got home. <laughs> I thought you were too busy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, but look, sorry. <laughs> Why are you taking your laptop in the bathroom? Are you shitting again? <laughs> I when I lived in yeah, you might. when I lived in Berlin, there was this guy who would take his laptop in the bathroom when he shit for like half an hour. He'd like get an episode of Friends on in there. It'd do, it'd do well. <laughs> but I feel like Germans, I don't know why, the most comfortable with shitting out of anybody in the it's world. It's definitely part of the culture. I believe so. Is that mm. weird? Yeah. Is that racist? It's a, it's, a re, it's a repressed thing, isn't it? They say the same thing about Japanese culture. Like it's, it's very repressed in a lot of ways and then that comes out in interesting sexual fetishes. Interesting. I always had, because I, I, I learned a bit of German and they don't have a direct translation for the word awkward. Oh, so like I've always thought it's probably easier to shit on someone <laughs> when there's no word for like, I wonder, I wish I could describe how this feels. <laughs> it says no word, unfortunately. <laughs> the word is wunderbar. <laughs> the reason I brought this up is not, was not to get into the deep dive of this shitting or wanking weirder to watch. Sorry, I'm just fascinated. Um, so Mary's picked the lock. She's picked the lock. She's come in to ask me if I wanted anything to drink because she was going to the shop. Also, she can't do that through the door. Well, no, because you can't hear it over the sound of the shower. Oh. Let's not get a call. Keep going. I feel like I feel like you guys have been real pedants uh, throughout this anecdote. <laughs> And maybe you could just go with it <laughs> so we can get to the question I'd like to ask. All right, go ahead. Sorry. I'll stop asking questions. Yeah. Uh, I but doesn't being... you know what drinks you like well enough to just guess? <laughs> no, but just like, I'm going to the shop. Do you want anything? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wasn't like, hey, Mary, can you get me a drink? And she's like, what kind of drink? <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of this. Which would also be a fair question, yeah. I think. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for any audio listeners I made a devastating eye contact with Andrew there and then moved on I hope he feels particular scorn so uh, she she said on the on the way out for a bit of, bit of fun we're cheeky we're in love you know she's like do something sexy as like she was leaving and I, I had nothing 
<laughs> I'm in the shower. I'm washing. She's like, do something sexy. I had zero. You got to go helicopter. That's that was my first thought, but like in the in the wet. Yeah, I don't, helicopter in the rain. That's almost like a uh, elephant in the rain at that point, isn't it? Elephant. That's very generous. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new move. <laughs> the helicopter. The helicopter in the rain. <laughs> so, so what did you do? Look, I'm not proud of this, but this is what I landed. I just press my dick up against the glass. I mean, it's not a bad move, is it? I mean, you, you, there's only so many things you could do. She didn't seem thrilled with it, like, but not unthrilled. She was just like, "Oh, that was not great," and I'm like, "Yeah, I, I, I blanked." You what, know? what do you think in her head uh, she'd envisioned for something that was sexy? I'll be honest, I don't think she had. I don't <laughs> think she was actually expecting something sexy. I thought she was just being playful, mm. but she's gone with that, and I've squeezed the dick up against the glass. And be like, ah, that wasn't great. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And then I just thought about how clean the glass was and, you know, showered for slightly longer. What would you do under those circumstances, Tom? I'd probably do something sarcastic, I imagine. I am imagining doing something sexy uh, than posits a sarcastic answer. Like it, like being silly. I'd probably like w- wiggle my bum around or something. Do something like bum that. You got, a, you, got a, you got a good butt. You do the CrossFit. It's yeah, thick. I it's powerful. I got nothing. Yeah, I, I got, I got. It's basically concave at this point. It's no good. <laughs> I got no ass. You're very, you're very self-aware of that, aren't you? I hate it. I hate that but I got no ass. Self-conscious, not self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> Slight difference, but important. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, because like Mary's like a Pilates instructor, so I do the Pilates machine, and sometimes I go to a Pilates classes, which, as far as I can tell, are mainly to get an ass. Zero progress. Mm. None. I'm gonna have to get implants. Ooh. We can just do some glute exercises. I do them. Yeah, you do them. You're some, working those glutes. Look, I don't know if you've heard about white people. Yeah, we don't have it. We got no donk. Do you think? It, would you? Uh, do, do glute implants work? Do you think? Like, do they? As in, would you get away if you got some glute implants? Do you think people would know they were glute implants? We're talking about him getting a BBL, like a. Do you know what it is? Brazilian butt lift. Oh yeah, yeah. They, but, they got bass implants now. So is a Brazilian butt lift, is that an implant or is that just that's, that's like an a... Im, that's an implant. Oh, or, okay. Because a facelift isn't an or implant. Or they can... Uh, I think they take fat from another part of the body yep. and then they can put it, inject it there. Okay. Okay. Um, if we, but if, where would you take the fat from to put it to your ass? We'd have to do it immediately <laughs> after Edinburgh. I will, I will donate some of my fat. <laughs> Thank you so much. To you. I appreciate it. <laughs> what a heartwarming story. Three blokes get together for a podcast. One ends up donating his own body fat to decrease the butt shaming that Daniel has experienced his entire life. Wearing tracksuits on stage, it, emphasizing it, if anything. Yeah. A tracksuit's usually a booty friendly item, and I'm just there looking like I should be in skinny jeans. Sometimes I feel like on planes, mm. I'm less comfortable because I've got less ass to sit on. That would make sense. Yeah. That would. That would that definitely makes sense. Yeah. It's like when you like sit on someone's lap and they're like a skinny person and they've got these bony and a bony ass. I mean, I, that'd be I, you. I can't help but you're thinking about my lap right now, <laughs> which has really dashed my dreams of going for Santa this year. <laughs> All these kids are like, ow! And I was like, oh, come on. Please. This is my greatest insecurity. But yeah, wiggle the butt if Wait, I had in that. In that scenario, if you're Santa, wouldn't they be sitting on your lap instead of the other way around? Yeah, are you? I, I got confused here as well. You're talking about like... Oh, if I sit on someone's lap. Yeah. I just feel yeah, like... Yeah, I, yeah, you see, Ben, you sitting on my lap, I'd, I'd, feel, the bon- I'd feel the boniness, right? Okay. It wouldn't be... If, if <laughs> Someone's getting if ahead of themselves. Santa, I was like... <laughs> Does Santa not sit on the 
the kids' laps? <laughs> was my upbringing weird? <laughs> Did I do it wrong? Not of the Westfields I've been into. <laughs> no, it comes to your place, doesn't it? <laughs> I was telling you, at Burwood Westfield, you'd always, Santa would stand up, you'd sit down, he'd sit on you. You'd ask him what he wanted for Christmas, and he said, this is plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I just, yeah, I mean, the butt wiggle is good. But th- this is this is what I thought about it. I think it's an unfair question because if I was up to Mary in the shower and I was like, do something sexy, if she just continued showering, mission accomplished. That's plenty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... What do we have as men? You've got the helicopter. You've done that. That's the best you've got. You've got the fucking Ferris wheel. You've got the, you've got the windmill. Yeah. Uh, or- you do a little flex. You do a little... You go upper body. You could do... Uh- like a, you could brush your hand through your hair as it was oh yeah cascading okay. with water in some kind of sexy move yeah okay what about that we're just like we're we're ignoring the nakedity we're going with going with things you could access in the public eye we're not using the fact we're in a shower here at all well you, uh, could, you could shave off your mustache I don't think everything <laughs> everything sexy has to be cock focused in this situation right I mean they're the easy ones the windmill <laughs> well, and pushing it up against the glass <laughs> should I potentially recite some poetry <laughs> that could work uh, I'm a little teapot I was thinking maybe I could do that yeah you could be emotional what's, what's your spouse <laughs> <laughs> look I just I just really like you know I was at a loss when this came up I was at a loss I panicked I squished my dick against the glass and I'm like, I don't even know if I've got a glass squishing dick, you know? Like, I don't know if it's what it's made for. I think if you did a survey of blokes, that would be in the top 10. Uh, Family feud? <laughs> survey says dick squish. <laughs> Show me helicopter. <laughs> ding, 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 and all these fellas <laughs> just windmilling in celebration and Steve Harvey just does that face he does oh, oof. Like, I, don't, I don't love this we're not going to heaven folks but yeah I mean alright so we've done top two what about like butt, butt wiggle I think butt wiggle is pretty good yep. I, I reckon in, in, in also inside the top five because you know just in case it happens again I'd like to be equipped I think spank oh yeah self spank self spank yeah, self spank. I can see it. The wet would help the kind of like mm-hmm. the, the sound. But again, yeah. I got very little ass, so the chances of missing high. <laughs> I'm just slapping lower back. I think just uh, slowly feeling your own body would be on there. Oh yeah, is that sexy? When is when is water falling down your body? Yeah, I think that could be. I mean, depending on the body, but we're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm... If it's if it's your partner watching you do that, they would probably find that sexy. Because like, because they're attracted to my body, because they're they're unable to be objective at this point. Well, love is blind. <laughs> <laughs> it is after you squish your dick against the shower screen. But you're right though; it's unfair because if it was roles reversed, if I'm watching uh, a female partner do that, uh, they don't have to do anything. But if they were to massage their own body as as the shower water's coming down, I'm <laughs> I'm like, can I get in the shower with you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's just a very unfair. They've got everything. They've got the hair flick. That's way better when you've got long hair. Like, we're just kind of like, just no, this water's going nowhere. We've got like crew cuts doing our best. <laughs> They've got the titty wind milk. All right. Well, look, I just, I just felt, I felt underprepared. 
for the do something sexy. I think I flubbed it, but I got to be honest with the other suggestions. I don't think I would have done much better. <laughs> no, I think it's a, I think it's an unwinnable game you got presented with. Yeah. Has she ever asked you to be sexy uh, spontaneously before? I don't think so. So you're out of practice. You know? Yeah. You need to spend some more time just in your average day trying to be sexy just for a few minutes. Like just alone? Like practicing in front of the mirror? I don't know. Maybe with like a couple of guys in a basement. (laughs) 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 I'm just spitballing. (laughs) Sorry. I just thought since we're fucking talking about stiffies, shall we get get this week's ad read happening? What an appropriate time. Let's do it. Yeah, Tom. Oh, yeah. You said Tom. Maybe do a slight swivel so we can get get more of you. Because maybe maybe the profile is gonna gonna hurt your ability to really sell this fantastic product that we all use regularly and endorse. All right, does anyone else want to set up what the thing is here, or do I just? This week's episode of Flog Cabin brought to you by Pilot.com.au. Men's health online, you can get it easily. Uh, so each episode, one of us writes an ad for Pilot that one of us has to read. This week, my job was to write one for Tom. Tom, let us hit it. Hello, as all great ads start. Hello, <laughs> my name is Tom Whitcomb, or as my girlfriend called me recently, Captain Floppy. <laughs> I used to be known around town as Stiff Willie Whitcomb and Tent Pitching Tommy, and one time as the Rowdy Rod of Roseville. But let's not get into that. Erectile dysfunction can be confusing. Like, why am I suddenly only able to get rock hard while watching reruns of Q&A? Nice read there. <laughs> Just a little upward inflection. Q and A. It doesn't always make sense, but the truth is one in two Aussie men experience ED at some point in their life. Luckily, there's no need to worry because with Pilot, you can get clinically proven erectile dysfunction medication prescribed by Australian practitioners delivered discreetly to your door. Since I started using Pilot, my girlfriend definitely isn't calling me Captain Floppy anymore. She started calling me Throbert Downey Jr. (laughs) (laughs) And to a lesser extent, the Bona Lisa. (laughs) Trust Pilot to get you back in the air. Go to pilot.com.au. It's great stuff. That might be the best one. That was very good. The Bona Lisa. Inspired stuff. You like that more than Throbert Downey Jr.? (laughs) I I like the Bona Lisa because I feel like the eye of the penis follows you around the room. Yeah, okay. All right. Is it smiling? Is it smiling? And it's a lot smaller than you expect. (laughs) (laughs) And it is behind plastic. (laughs) Uh, So many layers. So many layers. Dude, that was was hot. That was good stuff. Climate activists threw soup on it. <laughs> um, wait, you what? You had a thing. Uh, <laughs> Segway. <laughs> oh, I was just going to tell. I, I was thinking about a story or something that happened to me. Uh, well, long, quite a while ago, <clears throat> when I was in Cambodia, mm-hmm. I, uh, I I went on a trip when I was in my early twenties to Thailand. Southeast Asia. <laughs> Southeast Asia. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. with twenty <laughs> twenty mates, all blokes. And uh, what? this was the same time that I fell in love with magic mushrooms. And uh, look, we don't need to get into that story because it's well documented. If anyone wants to read about that, go on to the Daily Mail. But uh, we went from Thailand to Cambodia. Mm-hmm. And uh, did, you, did you do the mushrooms full moon party Copenhagen? Mm, that one? Uh, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Copenhagen. The, mush, yeah. the mushy shake thing. At, at yeah, Mushroom yeah, yeah. Mountain, yeah. Mushroom Mountain. <laughs> it's crazy what they do there. Amazing. We had these shakes there and they, they taste so Great sweet. shakes, better carbonara. I love it. It's got mushrooms in it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's I couldn't think of a mushroom, dude. Well, mushroom risotto. That's not funny, Tom. I need a separate word for mushroom. 
Don't attack my joke structure. The trick with magic mushrooms. There is some places that sell magic mushroom <laughs> oh, pizzas. Okay. I see what you're trying to turn down. <laughs> yeah, you got it it would have been great. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would be great. Andrew, please keep talking. <laughs> they also sell magic mushroom pizzas there, but the trick is they've got to sprinkle the mushrooms on when it comes out of the oven because the if they put it in the oven, it, it, it decreases the potency quite a lot. Yeah, heat uh-huh. kills it, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh. So hey, they just cook out the, the psychosyllabin. The psilocybin. 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 Yeah. psilocybin. That's there we right. Go. So if you psychosyllabin sounds like a really bad <laughs> film. Oh, I was going to say rock band. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. They're opening for the Grateful Dead forever. <laughs> um, yeah. So we got into Cambodia and we've been on this bus trip forever from Thailand to Cambodia and we were heading to a place in the south of Cambodia called Sanukville. And uh, <laughs> Is that the beach place? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. And yeah. we, I'd been on like... Valium during the bus trip just to like just knock myself out for a little bit. And when we got in to cross the border into Cambodia, we had to book. Uh, there was only by this stage the group had split, so there was only eight of us at this stage. Sorry, just, just the use of only before eight <laughs> in terms of a travel experience. I'm like, that is absurd. Still a large group, right? I Man, for me, it's like only two. I'm like, that's that's all right. Three is a crowd. Were the other 12 back in Australia or are they no, they've gone, gone to they gone to, Did you say Laos or Laos? Laos. Laos. Yeah, they've gone tubing. They've gone tubing, which I don't think exists anymore because like people kept drowning or dying or something like that. Really? That's a yeah, shame. I never there did was it. something. Yeah, my mum drowned in Lao. <laughs> <laughs> the one where everyone's mum is dead. Stop asking about it. <laughs> so you split. You're in so Sanukville. So, so we were heading to Sanukville, but it was like a three hour taxi ride. And mm-hmm. so we hired these two taxis, four four guys in each taxi, and we were starving because we'd been on the road for so long. So the taxi drivers agreed to just take us to some restaurant on the way. Oh, yeah. So we went to this restaurant. It would have been like, I don't know, two in the afternoon at this point uh, for a quick feed. And as we were sitting there having this, these feeds, uh, the guy who ran the restaurant said to us, hey, do you guys want to buy any weed? And... I was, uh, and my mate's a big smoker, so I'm not a huge smoker. I do pretty much every other drug other than the ones that you have to inhale. Mm. But, uh, or should I say, did do them? I don't do them anymore. But You don't that, do them. Certainly no. not for the last <laughs> 12 months or anything. That's right. <laughs> and you definitely won't do them for the next 10. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly if any cops are watching this episode. Um, you dogs. <laughs> Stop listening. So we bought like... It's a sovereign state. No, sorry, go on. <laughs> so we bought a bunch of weed. It was like oh, a third of a pound or something like that. It was like it was like a shitload shit of, of a weed. Pound. Um, sorry, maybe, it was, uh, maybe I'm getting my grams wrong. It was like... A third a, of an a, ounce. A few, no, it was more... Yeah, maybe let's just say for argument's sake, it was like an ounce. Sure. Right? Like 30 grams of weed. And... We were debating who was going to look after the wheat. And because I was still relaxed on these Valiums, I was like, and I was such a, in such a good mood that we had moved to the second part of the trip. I was like, yeah, boys, I'll chuck it in my bag. So I just chucked this weed in my backpack. Wait, so, sorry, um, you were on drugs and it caused you to engage in risk-taking behaviour <laughs> that you otherwise wouldn't have partook in. Well, uh, you know, I, I probably would have done it anyway, but... <laughs> it's nice to have a scapegoat. A scapegoat that makes you feel fucking good. So I chucked the weed in this pouch in my backpack mm. and zipped it back up. And while we were doing this, the drivers of the taxis were just downstairs um, smoking and having their own conversations, minding their own business. So after lunch, we got back in the taxis 
and we started to drive. And then we drove for about 10 minutes before we got pulled over to this bus shelter where there was eight Cambodian soldiers, all with AK-47s. And um, in our head, we were first like, fuck. And then I'm also like, double fuck because I've got a backpack full of weed sitting under the passenger seat. What is the legality of drugs in Cambodia? Is it like... Is it hardcore? Very, very illegal, but you don't hear about them policing it too hard. Like you don't hear about the, the way you do in like Bali. Bali. Yeah. Exactly. Is right. it like death sentence one? Like that kind of level? Um, I don't think it's death sentence, but um, you could get in a dick load of trouble. But um, it's also one of these countries where there's obviously a lot of grey area around bribery and all that kind of stuff. But all you know, all I know is you don't want to get caught with it. Sure. So. We were thinking, Pretty good rule of thumb in most countries, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't get caught. Yeah. So at that point, we're thinking, fuck, we must have got set up because like, to go from the, ca- the restaurant to this oh. shelter in like, the space of 10 minutes and then mm. the way they started to go through our bags looked like they were looking for something specifically. Oh, uh, you do hear about that because yeah. like, he gives you the weed, they yeah. search it, you got to bribe them, mm. they split the bribe with the guy. Yeah. You do hear those. The weed goes back to the restaurant and the cycle repeats. Yeah. So they were going through our bags and shoes and socks and everything and my backpack was still in the passenger seat underneath the seat. And so they're going through everything and we're just trying to smoke cigarettes and relax and, and be like, hey boys, how you doing? Yeah, we just got here from Thailand. Like, you know, just the old friendly banter trying to kill them with kindness while we're thinking like, stop looking, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> so then one of them decides to go rogue and starts going through the cars just in case they missed anything and they found my backpack under the passenger seat. Mm. And so he pulls this, this bag out and he points at it and he's like, who bag? And luckily I've got such good friends that they're all like, Hamo, that's your bag. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'd almost forgotten. (laughs) Imagine eight people pointing at your backpack. Hamo. Hamo's bag. That's your bag. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks, boys. Hamo's Gulliver's travel bag. (laughs) (laughs) Like every fucking private school dickhead. Did you guys have that? Do you know that bag? I know that bag. The green one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whenever you cop that overseas, you're like, wank. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> so they pulled it over and he started going through it. And I'm thinking, well, fuck, it wasn't even like particularly well hidden. It was just in a pouch in the bag. Mm. So this guy starts to go through the bag and then he looks up at me and smiles. And I'm like, fuck, he's found it. And then he pulls out a porno DVD that I'd bought in Thailand. Like, Come Loving Mills 2. Um, 
which I think we can all agree sometimes the sequels are better than the original. Uh, <laughs> two milf, two cum lovers. <laughs> <laughs> but he pulled out his porno, showed it to his buddies, and then we're all laughing, and I'm like, yeah, porn, how good is that? <laughs> and he laughs, and he puts it back in the bag and zips it up, and they go, you guys can go. And they never found the weed. No shit. Yeah, so in some ways I got saved by porn. It's a shame that, the shame that didn't work for the Raptor Squad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fellas. <laughs> How do you guys feel about hardcore pornography? <laughs> He's got cum-loving milfs too. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a good guy. <laughs> so we got back in the car and started to drive and for the next like hour and a half, everyone just sat in silence trying to process what had just happened. Um and we also also weren't sure if the if the taxi driver was in on it, so we didn't really like incriminate ourselves. So just everyone just shut the hell up. But then when we got to the hotel, finally in Sanukville, I had to be like, "Oh boy, thanks, you know, thanks so much for having my back <laughs> <laughs> back there." And one of the guys said to me, "Mate, I'm so glad you had it in your bag because you handled it so well. If that was me, I would have started running." And I was like, "That would have been way worse because they had machine guns and also." The bushland in Cambodia you wouldn't want to run into because you're probably going to stand on a landmine. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really think it through. Nah. Old fella. Yeah, or you'd be on death row in Cambodia right now, one of the two. <laughs> True. Well, I think I, if, if we had to pay the bribe, I just would have been like, oh, fuck, that was fucked. Anyway, back to uh, who wants to buy drugs in Sydney? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining like the Cambodia one, the like Daily Mail headline is just like, Australian pothead sentenced to death in land of Pol Pot. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I read a story this week about a guy who got caught out um, being in two marriages at the same time. And I was like, that's pretty flog worthy. Right? Um, it is flog. Yeah, flog. Could you use a flog worthy? You brought it back. <laughs> Dude, you're a commitment to branding sensational. <laughs> now I'm hooked with it. Well done, Tom. Uh, but I was like, that's pretty flog worthy, right? If, if, if you're getting, like, it's also exhausting to uh, be trying to run two marriages at the same time. I was going to say, um, this motherfucker's time management. Yeah. Unbelievable. I also find it hard to I remember. Love, I, I do like the verb run a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> like it's an illegal gambling ring. He's got you there. Uh, <laughs> hey, you, didn't you say run a marriage? Or <laughs> I say run a marriage? <laughs> <laughs> you thought he was stitching me up. Yeah, fellas, keep it down. I'm running the marriage upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> this just proves my point. I have so much trouble remembering what I've said, let alone having to live two lives of lies. Which is why I can't possibly recall your honour. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah t- to be able to live these two separate lives where you've got to be constantly remembering every single thing you've made up to the other wife would be uh, horrible and exhausting. Do you, like, Is he using the same name both marriages? Surely. I think he... I d- same first name, <coughs> different last name? I, mm. I skipped over that part, but I think it was <coughs> different surnames. How did it legally... Surnames. It must because you can't legally marry two people in well, he Australia. Got, that, well, I, don't, I think it was in the States, but it, you're right. He did go to jail for eight months for bigamy. Bigamy. Oh. Which I didn't know was a crime. What's it his, is a crime. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. Polygam- What's it between bigamy and polygamy? Polygamy Pol- is just, you know, being with lots of other people. Bigamy is marrying two people. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that is... Uh, that, he got eight months prison because I don't. I don't believe like you know. Obviously, like um, some parts of Islam and Mormons, they can have multiple yeah, wives. but I don't, I don't believe that's polyamory. Like in Utah, can you have? Yes. Yeah. Right. You can. 
Like actually, all of their WNBA team is one guy's wife. A <laughs> <The> coach. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was just an absurd reach. I just wanted to imply a large number of wives. <laughs> and I thought of basketball plus a bench. If you were going to try and run... Uh, <laughs> After a successful marriage? <laughs> you're trying to have two marriages without uh, letting the other in on it. Um, the wives in on it. How would you go about it? Would you have them both in the same city so it's easier to run between the two, or would you have them in different? Would you would you have different cities so you could? That's so funny. Like, that you're picturing like a two dates to the prom scenario. It's like, oh, I forgot the milk again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to have se- separate cities for sure. For mm. sure, for sure, separate cities. Yeah. So wait, just like you're away on business half the time. You need some time. kind of yeah. You need a career that is always. But they're working from home now. I think that must have derailed many a double marriage. Oh, <laughs> working from home. Yeah. COVID lockdowns. I think COVID lockdowns. <laughs> who, who are you going to pick for your bubble? <laughs> you got to have both houses in a five-kilometer radius. You can only walk there. It's crazy. Um, yeah, surely I think I'd want same city. Same, but the thing is, cities are so small. You'd break, you'd be with one, and then you bump into someone you know. I'd be all right. I want to make this very clear. I was in Sefton today, mm. which is which is near Auburn and Parramatta, but I don't know exactly where. If I had a family in Sefton and was married to Mary here, they would never meet except for maybe today. <laughs> like unless we need tiles again, never meeting. So you're saying, okay, it is possible. Same Absolutely. City. All right. You just got to pick the completely opposite. opposite. Mm. Like, like mm. have one in Cronulla and one in Lakemba. <coughs> You'll be fine. Like they're just not hanging out. I mean, everyone cross paths at IKEA. At IKEA, <laughs> there's only one IKEA. You got to go. <laughs> you got to you got to have each house near an IKEA. So you got one wife in Rhodes, one wife in Tempe, and you're like, we'll be fine. <laughs> oh, you got the IKEA family and the Domain family. <laughs> are you going to Carol's the Domain this year? No, I mean yes. I mean, which one are you? <laughs> Wait, what were we talking? About? What about Domain the Furniture Store? Was that on purpose? Oh, I was thinking of Carol's in the Domain. <laughs> just a big Sydney wide event. Who are you going to vivid with? <laughs> You gotta pick one wife who's just like you know yeah, epileptic Chris, or something. Avoid right. that. Christmas. It's always funny when someone laughs at so the many. joke and then makes it obvious they couldn't possibly have understood it. Yes, <laughs> that happens a bit. That happens a bit. We're very encouraging, um, <laughs> which would not be allowed in the group chat. <laughs> no. But yeah, I'm thinking what? So two different wives, like to avoid the religious holidays. Maybe like you have a Christian wife and a Jewish wife. Hey, do so you, you kind of spread it out. Think you get to be that organized with it. I, I, from what I've from, from the. Anecdotes from the marriages I've run in the past. Well, there was a girl I knew that I grew up with uh, who was close to her marriage day when it was found out that her fiance had like a secret long-term partner. And so he'd been running the two of them for years. And the other woman was knew about it, I think, which makes things probably easier. If right. you only got to lie to one person as a first to two, right? So to use Sopranos, there was a wife and a guma. A guma. A guma. Yeah. Yeah. The only Italian a lot of us know. Guma. <laughs> <laughs> that seems you, easier. <laughs> yeah. You almost know carbonara. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that mushroom. I think that's Pascaola. Um, what are you going to do? But yeah, I mean, having one know about it for sure. Because that means you're just lying to one person. I'd also find that extremely exhausting just to remember all the lies anyway. But you're right. It is definitely easier than trying to run between two houses all the time. If you can just be like with one of them, chill. I've got to go. I've got to family go. time with my uh, actual wife. Yeah. 
I gotta go have some family time with my other family. <laughs> <laughs> but you read these stories every now and then they'll come out. Like a guy got caught like he had he had for ten years an entire other wife and children in like a different state. Like and you're like, what do they get? I, I would find that so exhausting. Um to do once, let alone have a second whole family. Yeah, I mean, surely just how would you support both? <laughs> you gotta be making some serious coin, right? Yeah. Just like you reckon just the proper cash supply so you can fund the travel. Like, I mean, or just, you're just kind of living pretty modestly with both. I don't think you can be pulling off these kind of double lives if you're brokey, right? Yeah, I think, I think you know, just the time management alone would suggest <laughs> quite a strong professional acumen. <laughs> I was trying to ask... How Jack- are your time management skills? Excellent. Just ask my wives who don't know about each other. <laughs> I will hired. sort this scheduling yeah. out fucking immediately, champ. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. There's some, there's some assumed skills that come in pulling that off for so long that if they weren't so obviously... Uh, uh, what's the words? Not psychotic, something sociopathic, then um, they would make a fantastic hire for any company. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, like, if, you know, I'm, I'm shopping around, like, comedy agents at the moment, just kind of having, having a little chat out there, and I'm like, if I found out that an agent had two simultaneous families who didn't know about each other, I'm like, we're in. That's your guy. That's my guy. <laughs> Unbelievably qualified. <laughs> Unbelievably. Because what, what is just different clients apart from just different wives that you just got to placate simultaneously? Yeah, it's you know the key role of an agent is making multiple people feel that you uh, you are emotionally invested in each of them the same. Yeah, just I just want to be I just want to feel like That's I'm the true. only girl in the world. Is <laughs> yeah, that yeah, unreasonable? Yeah, exactly. And how's that? How are those conversations going? Because I mean, I, I literally just went through this quite recently. I mean, I should I just I'll I'll leave. You guys can chat about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've chatted, you've chatted to people as well, right? Yeah, you got in there upon request. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, this was honestly this was like the funniest one because uh, I won't I won't get into it too deeply. But it was like in the UK, I had very bizarre experiences courting agents like i was kind of signed for a little bit and then dropped without any explanation still don't know what happened um did they text you call you or email you when they dropped you email this is the amount of money we owe you send through the invoice we're not going to work together anymore and i'm still not sure what that was about uh the other one like loved me came to a show sat on the floor in like an attic room to watch me do an hour never spoke to me again really made me question the quality of the show oh man whereas like this one yesterday easily the greatest opening to like a, a, a meeting, you know, taking a meeting, walking down the street with them. There's two of them. And this guy walks past me and goes, wait, Daniel Muggleton? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man. And he's like, dude, such a huge fan. Uh, Heard you on Have A Word podcast. Saw your show at the factory. You're fucking hilarious, dude. I'm buzzing to meet you. Anyway, have a great day. Walks off. And I was just like, did you meet him in the alleyway later to give him the 50? Dude, yeah. that's, that's actually what the guy said. He was like, how much did you pay him? Seriously. Yeah. That was yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> and it was like, vibes it was sure. like a UK accent. So it made it seem more believable, you know? Amazing. And I was just like, yeah, obviously I paid him to put the accent on. <laughs> you know? I thought it would be a bit much, but it really came through. After you leave, he goes, well, actually, I'm looking for management as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a hot start. Dude, that was like, it was just absurd. Like the most effusive, but also efficient interaction I've maybe ever had with a fan. Just like bang, 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 out. Like compliment, compliment, compliment. See you later. Hot, red hot. That's the dream result. That's that's what I'd like Mary to do when she breaks into the bathroom. <laughs> hey, nice dick, nice balls, looking sexy, leaves. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> 
where in fact she did the other thing that fans do, which is like, tell us a joke. <laughs> be sexy. Be so, funny. Be funny right now. So do you like write everything down or do you ever get heckled? And I'm like, in the shower, actually, quite a bit. <laughs> do you ever get heckled? It's so annoying. <laughs> Like, yeah, dude, people yell things out and mm. it's really boring. <laughs> like every local radio interview, oh, it was the worst heckle you've ever had. I was like, none of them have been as bad as this question. <laughs> <laughs> I can do something with the heckle. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. Actually, wait, that's that's one. I've yeah. never like are you guys on sport like at all? Like either of you? Both UFC people, are you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on sport. I, I'm um, not on American sports the way you are. Okay. I don't know much about American sports, I'm pretty good at on most of the other ones. I'm a fan of uh, the 49ers in the NFL. Nice. Um, uh, rugby league, rugby union. Uh, Is the 49ers Jared Hayne thing? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think it might have started as that, but then uh, continued just with Mike. Uh, I enjoyed watching it casually, and then when Hayne got involved, I picked the team because of that, and then he obviously became shit and ended up... Uh, playing for Parkley Prison or whatever he's doing these days. But I, yeah. I know you said it was a good question, but good questions usually elicit good answers. So maybe <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know the answer. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't say that personally. Tom just hates my, momentum. <laughs> um, my mother's dead, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and she she's buried in a 49ers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just thought like a graveyard could in fact be called the end zone. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> this is it, man. I, I didn't even know when I was in Brisbane last week that the uh, FIFA World Cup was is in Brisbane. It's everywhere. Is it everywhere? It's everywhere. Australia, Australia New, New Zealand. Zealand. Oh, okay. All right. Not just in Brisbane. Right. As much as they'd have you believe. Right. Okay. Yeah. That was not explained to me. So it's everywhere. Yeah. It's on. It's on right now. Sam Kerr's injured. Actually, they're playing soon. Um, I don't know when we're going to release this, but yeah, Sam Sam Kerr's injured. Um, Sam Kerr. All right. That's a question for you. Sam Kerr, the striker for the Matildas, uh, the Australian women's football team, is in soccer football for an international. Is she our greatest current athlete? Alexander Volkanovsky, UFC champion. UFC Mm. champion. I see. I'm not a UFC guy. Yeah, but he's like, uh, I mean, because Sam Kerr's never won a Ballon d'Or, has she? No, she's never won like the best player in the world, but she's been like top three. Whereas I think a lot of people would say Volkanovski's the best fighter in the world right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. He just keeps on winning. Mm. How many times has he defended his belt now? Uh, I think like eight. Okay. Is that right? No, maybe that's not right. Wait, is he the guy from Wollongong where the mayor was like... We're not giving him the keys? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just weird? Because then he tried to like really pay down on... Pay out on uh, UFC about being like a brutal, a brutal sport, and hardly even a sport. It's, it's encouraging violence. It's like, dude, do you know how much like work these guys go mm. in through just to fucking be competitive at this? Oh, isn't there also something? Didn't he give the keys to like a bunch of St George players who were? Kind of- <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's yeah. just like you know that guy would give Trent Barrett a fucking hand job, <laughs> like and he's like, yeah, Volkanovski's a brute. Yeah. He's a brute. He puts him in headlocks. Yeah. Instead of taking shits in hallways and tackling people, like, you know, he gave the keys to the city to Mark Gaznia, like in between text messages to women. Do you remember oh, yeah. that story when he was in the back of a taxi, drunk with like three dudes, and he like texted some woman and be like, um, "Wake the fuck up! Three, there's three hard blokes in the back of a taxi, ready to spurt sauce." <laughs> <laughs> she woke up the next morning and like was just like, "Oh well, that, that text message is going straight to the news." Yeah, that's so horrendous. <laughs> Just Have you found it, Tom? Hard dudes uh, looking to spurt There's sauce. a quote. There's four toey. <laughs> it's in the Urban Dictionary under toey. 
The definition <laughs> being immensely sexually aroused, typically wanting sexual intercourse. Quote, there's four toey humans here and you're in bed. Fuck me. Fire up. Quote Mark Gaznia. Fire up. Fire up. Fire up. <laughs> like, just in terms of the scales of oh, toxic. Oh, God. oh go please. <laughs> like is, a, like a worse? Okay. I found the, okay, now I found the full thing. Uh, where the fuck are you? There's four toy humans in the cab. It's 20 to four. Our cocks are fat and fucking ready to spurt sauce and you're in bed. Fuck me, fire up, you sad cut. <laughs> <laughs> Calling a chick, you try to root for sad cut. It's just so... The, uh, yeah. It's, it's such a low percentage play. It's horrific. <laughs> It is just—it's so bad. Like it's so bad. Like fire up in, yeah. the, in the context of like have sex with me. Like it sounds like a footy, like a footy pep talk from your coach. Come on, boys, you got to fire up. Yeah. Just like he comes there with a bunch of half like sliced oranges. They like get into these. You got to need them. Think you don't want this. Uh, there was there was a there was a rugby union player whose name is escaping me at the moment. Who uh, he sent an amazing test message when he got caught rooting a. A chick in the bathrooms at the airport, and then um, it came out in the news. Yes, go ahead. The fact that you've used rooting in mm. all these circumstances is so very appropriate because <laughs> it's not sex, it's not making love, it's not even fucking. It is rooting. <laughs> rooting in the airport, Dunnies. Yeah, no G, rooting. And, and he had a long term girlfriend. Yeah. And so um, when it was coming out in the news, he, uh, he, mess- he texted her to say, Could she sign an after David? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> this text message came out. Uh, are you willing to sign an after David? <laughs> I don't know if you need to get in touch with David. <laughs> My lawyer's name is Goliath. Um, unfortunately, dude. That's... Forget about the pre-David. We're focused on the after. <laughs> After, after David is actually where Aaron, was it Aaron, Aaron Smith? Smith absolutely was Aaron Smith Aaron Smith <coughs> after He's David the, the number nine for the All Blacks really yeah <laughs> oh boy dude <laughs> can you sign an after David <laughs> would, you, would you break up with him for cheating on you for being a dumb cunt like, uh, which it, is it it's got to be equal measures both, right <laughs> a portion the cheating equally. was enough but then I saw the text message <laughs> <laughs> I can't find the after yeah. David, unfortunately. Oh, oh, that's so funny. That is so very good. Sign this. But it absolutely David. was Aaron Smith. That's exactly who it was. Yeah, I just, I, I feel, I feel like, for some reason, yeah. I mean, Guy Montgomery has one of the greatest lines about like athletes of all time. I adore it. It's um, we need to stop conflating hand-eye coordination with responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> It's the greatest thing. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, my God, how did he do that? Like, about their performance on the footy field. And then you see after David written down. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, how did he do that? Yeah. You see you see a couple of text messages about spurting sauce and after David's. You're like, why do we put these people on a pedestal? Yeah. But, I mean, if you saw me try to tackle a professional rugby league player, it would have the equivalent quality of, you need to sign this after David. <laughs> you know? Like, they're yeah. just that bad at I- speaking English yep. um, as we are at tackling huge men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Respectively, neither of us need the opposing skills, do we? No. Yeah. Because his lawyer would be like, no, nah, I get it. <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> He's like in the courtroom and the judge is like, pass me the affidavit. And he's like, I think you mean after David, your honor. It's like, shut the fuck up, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs>
Yeah, they would, there must be some people out there that have to be almost like idiot translators in their head. To, they just get so conditioned to knowing that these guys have no idea what they're talking about, particularly when it's ri- written word. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like you just have – like I've thought about this. Have you ever seen a rugby league player holding a book? <laughs> like ever. <laughs> Maybe if it's one that they purportedly wrote. <laughs> Aaron Smith after David. Because when I, I mean, was looking up those Mark Gaznier uh, messages, the thing that did come across next to it in Google Images was Mark Gaznier, the the autobiography. Must have been ghostwritten for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, David Pocock is obviously uh, an, ex- Very an exception to the rule. Uh, Very different. And I would say on the whole, uh, obviously Aaron Smith is um, – an outlier, but I would say that rugby union players tend to be more educated than rugby league players. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it all makes sense because, like, the people that offer scholarships mm. to rugby union players is significantly different to the people that offer scholarships to rugby league players. Like, rugby union, you're getting dragged to a private school to learn there, then probably to a university because, mm-hmm. like, that's who plays rugby union at a high level. Mm. Whereas, like, rugby league, it's like, yeah, you're going to Matraville Sports High. You're going to Sports high. high and then you're going straight into the pros. Yeah, yeah 17. True. True. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not, it's not that I think they're dumber or, like, less, like, whatever inherently. It's just the experiences they have is just so different. Yeah, true. Like, you know, it's just like, I think, like, John Eels. It's just like, I'm pretty sure that guy's a wanker, <laughs> but he's a rugby union player, you know, like... You know what I mean? Like, I'd never describe a rugby league player as a wanker. A flog, yes. But a wanker, no. Like, I've never pictured a rugby league player being like, yeah, what what a grape variety would you like this red? I'd like a nice Shiraz. I'm like, no. Like... I'm I'm getting flashbacks of famous rugby league players now buying cocaine off me and then <laughs> begging me to never tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you getting text messages the next day. Sorry, can you sign this after David? <laughs> Just saying that I did not buy cocaine from you yesterday. It's like I don't think you're right this in writing champion. <laughs> oh, the cocaine in a bag? <laughs> All right, yeah. I reckon that's it. I, I like how we, we did it. We made it through thirty-five seconds of talking about the Matildas, and we were like, <laughs> "I mean, yeah, I ah, oh, fine." We'll jump back. I just genuinely, Volkanovski. I think it's a fair point. That's just not a sport that I'm across, but I do think, like, in terms of you know, Steve Smith, obviously an incredible athlete, like mm. you know, one of the best batsmen ever, currently playing like in the men's football. Not really AFL. There's like good players, but it's Australia only. The golf, like, yeah, like no, Sam Kerr's like. Top three, if not the best player in the world in football, has been for five years, like, you know, playing for Chelsea, like placing at the Blonde Or Like, when is a, like, a male, like, team sport athlete ever done that? Mm. Like, genuinely. Like, this, this isn't me trying to score any fucking points. This is just, like, genuinely. The, the runs are on the board. There are rugby union players who would have been the best in the world at their sport for a while, right? Like, at, as a sport that's played on a global scale. But not for a minute. Yeah, not for a while. That's what yeah. I mean. I'm just like at the moment. I'm like, who's who's better? Mm. Like she's scoring. Like and you know, we were a chance to win the World Cup with her. Yeah. And without her, it's kind of like, oh, thank God we beat Ireland. <laughs> yeah. So what we're playing Nigeria tonight? Is that right? Uh, I believe so. It might be tomorrow. It's like sometime this week, Nigeria, and, and then uh, and so Sam Kerr's out. So what? Is that totally rooted our chances? No, we we won against Northern Ireland. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, not Northern Ireland, just Ireland. Um, Republic of Ireland. Sorry, guys. Please, please uh, leave my kneecaps in peace. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Nigeria, who I think we're expected to beat, and Nigeria drew with Canada, so we'll probably get out of the groups. Yeah, okay. There's a, there, there is a chance, though, to be fair, that this episode comes out way after the World Cup has finished. 
But if Australia does happen to win, aren't I going to look bloody clever? <laughs> <laughs> well, who else are the favourites? Uh, look. USA, right? If, if you've ever wanted to find out who's expected to succeed at women's football, just go to women's rights and you'll find it. The countries that have the best rights for women <laughs> tend to do the best. It is a very clear list. America, Canada, England, Sweden. I mean, America I was actually say, their team's yeah. a bit weaker than they once were, much in line with <laughs> women's rights. Backtracking on abortion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is reflected in their play. <laughs> <laughs> but the squad will bulk out in six to nine months' time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, that genuinely, those are those are the favourites as far as I'm There was aware. a journalist oh, a few days ago that asked the captain of the Moroccan team um, yes. about whether any of her, her team members are gay yes. and whether they like have to like essentially um, keep it a secret because it's illegal in Morocco, right? And the captain was like, "Why the fuck like are you asking this question? Yeah, like it's just so." off the realms of what's an appropriate question for a journalist to ask because you realise the risk of us even talking about this, right? Yeah, like you want a fucking Daily Mail headline at the expense of someone's safety? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you, know where, you know where I'd love that ass? Just like State of Origin presser with Freddie Fittler? <laughs> hey, are any of the players gay? <laughs> what do you mean? Like they read? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is. That's actually the end. We did it. Nice. Thanks for listening to Flog Cabin. Follow, subscribe, like. Review. Give us a review. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Tell yeah. your friends. Till next it. time. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> the showmanship. I am deeply upset. <laughs> that this All is right. Continuing. Do something sexy. <laughs> Thanks for joining us in the Flog Cabin. We hope you enjoyed all of our blab. Tune in next week. Maybe somebody gets jerked off. 